the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds And it's been a good first half You have to say goals in a couple of the games We're still waiting on one at Fir Park or McDermott Park Let's go back to the east end of Glasgow though Gordon DL, is this going to be a convincing scoreline for, for Celtic in the end? Or are there any signs that Livingston can get to grips with this? Well there's no signs that Livingston are going to get to grips with it Simply because Celtic have been too good Their movement as I say that, that front four, let's call them, because Brown and McGregor are just patrolling the middle of the park, picking everything up, playing it nice and simple. But the, 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 the four in front, their movement has been absolutely brilliant. I think they're going back to the 4-2-3-1. I think the players look very comfortable with it. And I'm not criticising the diamond, because there was times that they played the diamond, I thought Celtic played very well. First one was at Ibrox, obviously. But uh, today they just look sharp. They look hungry. They look like you know they've they've had their rest. Some of them, uh, obviously, international break and rest it last week against Falkirk. So I'm expecting more goals this, uh, the second half. Gone. Is it cold? Oh, it's beautiful. Because I'm just wondering, right? I mean, the 10th of April, Alison Conroy, you'll like this being a Forfar fan. 10th of April at Forfar, the floodlights are on. And the referee, Duncan Williams, is out inspecting the pitch because it is covered in snow. And the 10th Aren't the grounds going to get that cleared? It'll be fine. The 10th of April, they've had to clear the lines already. The floodlights are on. It's, the clocks have changed already. Five past four, floodlights on, pitch covered in snow at Forfar. Unbelievable. Um, Mark, you've been impressed with what you've seen from, from Celtic? Yeah. Um, listen, people say, oh, it's only Livingston and they're not oh, playing against any, but I, I mean, they're... I've seen performances against Celtic in the first half this season against St Johnson, Ross County, Many of them, yeah. you know, and very slow, very pedantic. Today they've moved it well, scored two good goals, and I think I'm the same as Daz, it'll be more in the second half. Okay, let's get these second halves up and running. Goal flashes with top scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. Looking forward to these second halves, Hugh Keevans. Celtic oh, yeah. look like they're home and hosed, but that big game between Kilmarnock and Ross County, that's got life left in it. David Field was telling us Hamilton were coming back into that game towards the end of the half, and all to play for at McDermott and Fir Park. Well, it's crucial for the Yankees. Uh, you know, Brian Rice, it's just one piece of bad luck after another for him. Uh, and they are a goal behind, and it was because of a goalkeeping error. Uh, so he has to hope that there's better to come second half uh, Kilmarnock and Ross County that lived up to every expectation and there'll be more goals to come there Aberdeen I go back to it here we are game 12 well game 11 and a half two goals in 11 and a half games and one of them was against Dumbarton with yeah, no disrespect yeah. of course to Jim Duffy but that's a game they, they should have won so Stephen Glass has got a lot of uh, ground to make up with a team like that uh, and if St Johnston get a goal second half The gap between the two teams is reduced And you never know So Celtic, I, I wonder if Lee Griffiths might mm. see game time today yeah. You know, two, two up Might have been three One disallowed for offside uh, Was that yeah. the right call by the way? Did we ever see that back? I, I think we were unanimously Was It, it was offside yeah, but Not by much But it doesn't it. have to be by much um, Mullen and Poplatnik have come on for the Jet The Jet's been grounded oh. um, Sibbled has gone off as well So double change for Livy I, I can imagine the team talk for Queen's Park at half time Say look lads we're 
we're, we're, coasting. Up, we're coasting We're walking the league Just <laughs> go and enjoy the second half Nothing daft 46 minutes on the clock Peter Grant sent off Second bookable offence um, He's experienced uh, as well now Hugh not, mm-hmm. not a great weekend for the Grant family Since mm, Peter's, yeah. Peter's dad Got a 6 nothing hammering off hearts last night uh, Alawa doomed uh, I tried my best to get Andy Halliday a title winner's medal By saying if Wraith and Dundee both lost today But uh, Wraith are a, a, a goal up So that's not going to happen I don't think It's a formality though Hugh It says a couple of weeks ago oh, as yeah, well yeah, yeah. You know the, the lead they had uh, You know they were just They were bouncing along mm. The results weren't great but Comprehensive last night Yeah Well doesn't hold them back Queen's Park are now 3-0 up On Stenhouse <laughs> Muir Louis Longridge on 48 minutes Barry Maguire replaced Stephen Lawless at half time For Motherwell I'm just looking at this These four for tweets again So At 2.56 Four minutes to kick off They tweeted The sun is out And we're almost ready to go And a picture of the sun uh, A picture of the A picture of the pitch Bathed in sunshine and there we go, half time. Snow absolutely covering the pitch. They've got a tractor on trying to clear the lines. <laughs> oh and we don't know if it's going to go ahead. Unpredictable uh, at that neck of the woods, Gordon, to say the least. I wish it snowed more often at half time when I was well, up that I was going to say that. Neck the, of the woods <laughs> no, believe me, the football at Brecon is very predictable. Brecon won Albion Rovers 3 now. Oh, Ryan dear. Stevenson. Wow. Ryan Stevenson. Is that Ryan yeah, Stevenson who's been Stevenson, about? Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, yes. hearts. Was it Stranraer last year as well? Yep, he's certainly hanging on to his career But that was a big one uh, All joking aside, a big one for Brayton today I've seen you know, Jerry McCabe in the newspapers today In number two saying that the season starts now And mm. today's game was so crucial Well, it's not gone their way unfortunately did that, did that, I think I read the same piece Did uh, did he not say that they were, you know, he walked in and discovered a bit of a, a shambles? Are you, are you a bit offended by that? Uh, well, listen, he says that when he walked in, the, the club was like an academy in terms of the youthfulness of the players. I thought most of the he, team now academy players. Yeah, he then went on to name academy players that they've brought in from academies elsewhere. So, uh, and so it's an eye then? Uh, well, he has to say something, doesn't he? When he goes in, I always listen. I always feel for managers and and coaches when they go into other clubs. I think they always feel like they have to put Make down the regime yeah. from before. So if it's if it's not about fitness, and quite often it's the case. Well, it's always isn't uh, it? They're oh, not they'll as fit. Yeah, they'll be no fitter under like. me, or it's the squad isn't up to mm. scratch and wait till I get a transfer window. I'll trans- transform them. And but it's not been the case for breaking. What a chance for Elanusu yeah. going a little dink over the top again. Livingston are struggling to cope with players who are running behind. He just doesn't get the connection, but the brilliant through ball. It would have been some finish, wouldn't it? It would have been tremendous. Gordon which come off of his his right shoulder. He just doesn't get the connection. But Celtic are absolutely flying at the moment. What do you think? They are flying. Got one of these goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Is this the last one of these we will see? Scott Brown scores for Celtic. It's a diving header from a corner kick. And it makes it Celtic 3 living nil actually to win the corner. Um, a really good save um, from Mohamed El Yunusi, shot outside the box. A, a brilliant save. Was it one for the cameras a wee bit maybe? Um, but nevertheless, corner kick. And uh, we told you the rest. Scott Brown with the header. Well, the, the, it might be an own goal now. So let's we'll try to wait and see who get the final touch. Um, yeah, David Turnbull, with, Turnbull the, yeah. with the delivery. Oh yeah, I think that might be. Let's get a, a closer look. Brown, he doesn't look like he's. He doesn't look like he's celebrating much, does he? He um, does throw his head in. I think yeah. it actually he gets a little kind of graze on it, Gordon. But I'm sure it's a Livingston centre half. It's oh, actually taking the ball in the net. Got one of these. This is a big one. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. St Johnston nil. 
Aberdeen won I think that is Scott Brown's yeah, goal it was wasn't it? Think, yeah. It's yeah. not It comes off the centre half's nope. foot The number five in the centre It hits his foot and oh. it, Oh, yeah, did, did yeah. Well, that? listen, it's Mark. gone well wide and it deflects <laughs> into the goal. It was quite hard to. Uh, Do you see that? To see that, but Fitzwater, yeah. Fitzwater is the. Yeah, he's, goal he's been in good goal-scoring form at the other end recently. But St Johnston nil, Aberdeen one. Johnny Hayes and Johnny Hayes with the goal. I think is there a wee mistake on the old video yeah, printer there on Sky? Yeah, it's an, an own goal. No, but Sky have now got Celtic four 0 up, and they've added <laughs> they've added Jack Fitzwater's ah. own goal to Scott Brown's. But it is only three 0 Yes, yeah, yes. definitely only three 0 Um St Johnson nil, Aberdeen one. I'll repeat it again. Anyone want to? Johnny Hayes. Well, I did say it was, uh, I'm. I think I'm the only guy that's went for Aberdeen today in the old. Uh... Well, they made the. Hold on. Oh, oh. Goal flashes. With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Kilmarnock 2 Ross County 2 oh. Alex Iacoviti With the goal What a game that is we, we, pro- we, we called it We promised it There will be goals It's game of the day It's tense at the bottom Kilmarnock 2 Ross County 2 I, I can just imagine The badinage Between Tommy Wright And uh, John Hughes At this point uh, There'll be Plenty of fun Plenty of afters We've got the right man At the ground there To take care of all that Roger Hanna will be down there You ready for this Hugh? Yes The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction To the weekend's games I have played Alongside Benjani Chris Burke And Darren Randolph I have been managed by Dick Campbell and Lee Clark. I have scored in the top three divisions in Scotland, plus the English Championship and League One. My only silverware is one Scottish Premiership Winners Medal. Who am I? Lot of detail. I have played alongside Benjani, Chris Burke and Darren Randolph. I have been managed by Dick Campbell and Lee Clark. I have scored in the top three divisions in Scotland, plus the English Championship and League One. My only silverware is one Scottish Premiership winner's medal. Who am I, Clyde SSB? Goal flashes. With top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Now it's Celtic 4, Livingston 0. It's Mohamed El Yunusi. Lovely curling shot from the edge of the box. He had one to get his eye in a few moments ago. It was well saved. No saving this one, and it's Celtic 4, Livingston 0. This is what Celtic fans have been used to for years Them dominating, passing the ball well Creating chances and having an end product And for so long this season It's not been there One of all the things haven't been there But it's all came together today And the, the league's well over, we all know that But what time to do it? The week before, a big game against Rangers um, And you can't think that John Kennedy Would change much about this starting lineup next week it's a great finish, Alex. It was absolutely tremendous, Gordon. Uh, I said, to, I said to Mark earlier on. Yeah. I yeah. really do like Elanusi. I know he's not had a great uh, season in terms of his overall, uh, you know, consistency. He's it's a good uh, number of goals, isn't uh, it? I think he's is that his 18th goal, Gordon. I think it's around about 18 goals he's got so far, which is a remarkable return when you think he's coming off the wing. 18 goals. Uh, he's he scores big goals as well. He's good in the air. 
Um, I, I just like a lot about this guy but in, And there's a freedom now Because he's allowed to come in Off that left hand side He picks up good areas And centrally And we've just seen a great save By McCrory what, Five minutes ago Just oh, leading to still. Scott Brown's oh, oh. Yeah, right, one. 18 in all competitions Now uh, Cove won Dumbarton nil Rory McAllister oh, <laughs> A blast oh, from the past bingo. And uh, Annan nil Sterling Albion 2 Andy Ryan With a penalty yeah. You have to say Celtic are flying Hugh well, there was a close-up there of David Martindale on the uh, the Livy bench and literally shaking his head in disbelief at what's happening because Celtic are absolutely ripping apart his team. And you can't just say, oh, it's only Livy because a 2-2 draw at Livingston contributed towards Neil Lennon's downfall uh, earlier in the season. And Livy have been a problem for them, but uh, Celtic are... Hmm. What Give a save what by, by, by Scott, Scott Bain, Bain. Oh. Unbelievable Point blank from six yards out yeah, I don't know if he knows much about it It might come off his face but I actually think it's a brilliant goalkeeper yeah. Because what he does is Mark, he comes and uh, Makes himself big And he makes the angle smaller It's a brilliant save Worrying times for Motherwell Jordan Roberts has been stretchered off He's had a decent loan spell from Hearts But he's got support round the left leg Looked like he turned his ankle Mark O'Hara has come on and I wonder how Brian Rice is feeling at the moment. Hamilton Ackies have had a penalty claim waved away. Hugh Keevans. Oh, no, don't tell me that. He, he <laughs> looks away in disgust. Well, David oh. Friel, polite, well brought up young man, but he'll have to go down there and get the boxing gloves on and see what Brian Rice is saying to it at uh, full time because that, I, I knew something that, that would happen it was an absolute certainty is it a dream for week. a journalist when something like that happens and you're sitting there going yeah, well yeah, I've got my first question for Brian Rice yeah 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 what do you think of the penalty incident I, I, I'm just oh no but see that's what you've got to think tactically here don't, don't drop do, it in the first question nah, no. oh, you can't. you've got to go easy well, it's got to be a second question what do you think of that performance something nice performance. and easy yeah. nice and, and general penalty. and no, then yeah. you'll go in the case of Brian Rice as soon as he walks in you'll know you always did For what it's worth David Peel thinks It would have been soft But I don't know If Brian Rice will agree No mm, Another another good save By McCrory Or it's a deflection Over the top Celtic are absolutely Terrorising yeah, Livingston this, At the moment This could be anything Absolutely mm. To be fair McCrory f- lost four goals But you're right He's by oh, far well, Livy's yeah. best goalkeeper uh, Best uh, player On the pitch oh, And another oh. save From Scott Brown I say It's incredible But Celtic are On top of their game This afternoon 56 minutes gone If you're a lovely player You're thinking Oh my goodness Get me off this pitch right now Right Good wrong answers Coming in early Hugh I like it See when there's mm. loads Of different wrong answers John Brannigan says Is it Rod Wallace Not Rod Lewis and a few others Think it's Simon Ferry <sighs> Ran- Simon would like Think it's Simon Ferry But it's not Rankino <laughs> has gone Greg Stewart No uh, SPFL Gossip and Sigel Bob both going Kirk Broadfoot. No, no, no. Gary McCormick no. thinks it's Paul Caddis. No. That shows you that it's a tough question. Brilliant. Well done. You've redeemed yourself, producer Callum. No correct answers yet. Tweet us at Clyde SSB. You can also see the the answer oh, there as well. No, there's a site you don't want to see James if you're a Celtic fan. Forrest is injured and he's gone off and he's been yeah, replaced by Ryan blow, Christie. Yeah. He's getting up very gingerly Gordon You know you've the got Four or five Celtic players Round him Problem is it Was it an ankle injury That was The he's, problem His issue From that before um, Well it certainly looks like He's holding his ankle there Walking gingerly I think he's been Outstanding This afternoon Celtic just look A better side With him And the team uh, The shape looks better People look More comfortable 
um, with him alongside him, and that's a big blow. If that's uh, if that's going to be next again, week, yeah. yeah. You have to say Celtic We're back to the, the Euros discussion as well But yeah. that's not Celtic's priority right now They're thinking next week Yeah absolutely Gordon and, uh, Ryan Christie's going to come on for Forrest You have to say What a good substitution you know, You've got options like this mm. You know But it is a bit of a blow uh, That would be a concern for John Kennedy You know If Celtic go to Ibrox And win Then the season is extended for them If they go there and lose Season's finished I mean yeah. there's just nothing left at all you, you can't win the championship You can't win the Scottish Cup You're out of the League Cup That's gone as well So uh, that's how big it is for Celtic next weekend But Mark, I, I'd ask you it, You know, If a player knows he's got a bad problem You can tell it in the face and the body language But he, he went off there as if Yeah, uh, just a, Funny you should now. say that Because I was trying my best body language analysis Expert. there as well And I think I thought Initially I agreed with that And then when it went Close in on him Going down the tunnel I, I wasn't as convinced I think he looked A little bit more concerned When, when going Kieran down. Tierney went off uh, And Arsenal knew it was bad And Kieran clearly knew it was bad And now we know how bad It's six weeks out You could Kieran Tierney had his jersey Over his face Obviously because he was distressed I'm not sure that James Forrest looked distressed. Okay, Liverpool have equalised. If you're into that sort of thing, Liverpool one, Villa one, Mo Salah. Uh, Thistle are now three yeah. nil up on Peterhead. Brian That's a great Graham result for them. Yeah, the Woody. Yeah, Woody. Well, Woody. Toy Story. Story. <laughs> a great again. result though because you know things not going, going perfect for Ian McCall at the minute. I think last week highlighted that perfectly where they were up against Dundee United, going into the last ten minutes and they lose a goal. There's no disgrace in that But then The way they lost The the winner um, Kind of shows you What's going against you More often Than you would like But a great result Up at Peterhead today for it's, a, it's so important For Patrick Thistle To get into that Top four Gordon Because of the finances The support base Demand to try and get back Up to the championship After what happened last year uh, Yeah keep your teaser answers Coming in um, So much good football But seriously How good a weekend of sport Is this Not only Amazing. have we got this Taking our attention this afternoon You've got the Masters oh. bubbling away in the background And the Grand National coming up This must be one of the best weekends of sport you can get I have to be honest with you The horse racing doesn't appeal to me in the slightest But the, the Masters uh, You know, the scenery the Is that quality. why you've come in dressed like Matt Fitzpatrick this afternoon? Uh, uh, yeah he's got, yes, under, yes. he's got Under Armour top and matching hat He's still got his cap on this is a, Underpants as well is under it, Are you one of these guys that dresses up in your golf gear To sit and watch it in the living room? <laughs> <laughs> the spikes on I have to say I've got I've, I've, one glove <laughs> I've got two gloves on was, uh, <laughs> I have, uh, I've played three rounds this week And I have to say I'm, I'm horrific Absolutely horrific. Oh, you're honest. I'm the same. Ah, you're dressed well, though. Um, <laughs> it's not matters if you like it. You get away with it. <laughs> I wonder, actually, that that leads me on. I wonder out there. I want to get your lot, your thoughts on this. I, I don't know if it is the Masters or it's the Grand National, but it just got me thinking. What is the greatest non-football sporting event in the world? And even better, have you been? I think that that would make us all jealous here. Is it the Masters? Is it the Grand National? Is it the Olympics or something else that I've not thought of? What is, what is the best non-football sporting event in the world? And even better, well, brownie Super points. Bowl. Super Bowl would have to be up there, I would imagine. Have that's you your been? Thing. I want stories here. I want memories. I want people who have been to make us all jealous. What well, I mean, Hugh, you've, what a career you've had. You spend Saturday afternoon with us, three dumplings <laughs> now, but what would be... Uh, <laughs> I, I, think point, I think sport's got to move you. There's got to be an emotional content to it. And I go back to two... 
boxing matches that I was personally uh, in attendance at and the emotion was overwhelming. Uh, Ricky Hatton fought uh, a boxer called uh, Costa Zoo in the MEN Arena in Manchester. Uh, The fight was on at 2am Sunday morning for the benefit of American television. Oh, I'm sure this story is going to be great and there are only a few things in life I would interrupt you for and this Mm. is one of them. You see where this is going. Goal Flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs Motherwell 1 St Mirren 0 Devante Cole Lyndon Dykes has scored again for QPR Phew, I, will, I won't stop you again Right we're back in the MEN arena It's 2 o'clock in the morning There are 22,000 people there So why is it 2 o'clock for an American uh, for TV a, audience? Yeah Wow And uh, prior to the fight in comes Russell Crowe who at that time was Gladiator Yes, and twenty two thousand people rise to Russell Crowe, and he goes to all four corners of the ring, and he hammers his chest, four corners of the ring, and I'm sitting there thinking, wow, Ricky Hatton and Costa Zoo then delivered an amazing fight. It was toe to toe, head to head, two brave men in the bravest sport of all, and Ricky Hatton got his world title with Russell Crowe. Kelvin Hall Pat Clinton From Croy We Pat yeah Isidro Perez The challenger No I beg your pardon Paddy was the challenger Perez was the champion Into the last round of the fight And they have given their all Paddy Clinton's brother was Michael Michael was his trainer And held up a photograph Of their late father Oof. And put it in front of Paddy's face a Rocky film and just stood there with their late father's photograph. Last round, Paddy Clinton, sensational, becomes world champion in front of 8,000 people in the Kelvin Hall. As I say, the boxing in both cases was phenomenal, but the emotional mm. drama of it all was something else. Great stories as always I knew you would deliver I'm thinking about these These kind of one-off events You know is it Is it the Olympics Is it the Masters Is it something else What is the greatest Non-football related Sporting event In the world And have you been That's even better Right Ryder, You can throw Ryder your Cup. suggestions in Ryder Cup have must come in. I have been yes Second. Which one the Belfry. Oh you went to the Belfry Did you Yes It was absolutely Unbelievable The atmosphere And you know The The, the the banter between both sets of fans It was it was ama- more than I expected really? I, I was just starting to get into golf at mm-hmm. that particular time as well I was at Wolves at the time Went to the, the Belfry And it was littered with Premier League footballers Just all mooching about trying to Kind of soak it up It was brilliant I, I was lucky enough to work uh, At Glen Eagles when the Ryder Cup was there And you talk about the, the, the clientele that it attracts <laughs> exactly. I remember hearing that when he was there It wasn't a rumour that you know Michael Jordan was there Oh my god I mean what about those two worlds colliding And I mean you should be able to He's massive You should be able to spot him But I've tried to look around for ages And couldn't fight I was going to test my luck Super scoreboard Can I get an interview with Michael Have you ever heard of us um, well, Would basketball come into the reckoning as well You know when you see somebody finals, Playoff finals Game some... 7 in the playoffs oh, You never know well, no. Hold on One of these you can Goal flashes with top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Celtic 5 Living ill And it's Mohamed El Yunusi again This one A bit more delicate Chips the goalkeeper And Celtic are rampant Well He always seems to deliver You know sometimes He goes missing In games And you think What has he actually done and Then he'll pop up with a goal You can't argue With his goal scoring um, And his numbers this season I mean Scott Sinclair 
Was a guy who got so much praise For scoring 20 odd goals A season And El Yanusi Is that um, up to 19 19 um, And it's a brilliant finish Again Pretty similar to his one Last week what about, um, the, what about the run from Chris Iyer Before it the, the, the overlapping central defender You kind of become You take them for granted now Don't yeah. you Because he, he does it so often It's yeah. a lovely through ball as well though Because he just carves open the defence it to my, Was it Ayers? Ayers uh, yeah. ran from his own mm-hmm. half guard And he's just went right through The heart of the The Livy defence But it's actually the weighted pass It's lovely oh, yeah. Takes a touch And then just dinks McCrory And I have to oh, say yeah. See if it wasn't for McCrory yeah. This could have been so Between much 10. more Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Celtic on easy streets um, Great response already to this What is the greatest non-football sporting event in the world? Because football is the best obviously right? I think we, we, we all accept that on this show Kevin says it's got to be the Stanley Cup Nothing better than the NHL I haven't been but I was supposed to be going to the playoff game last year But you know <laughs> Covid Listen, the size of the Stanley Cup though He's the kind of guy who'll tweet in and say like Wrestlemania or oh, something oh, oh, is the second one J- Morrison the Jack says it's Wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> Come on the Undertaker Listen, end, he says, uh, end this question Albina uh, uh, Yeti's come on for Celtic Loads for the, the Ryder Cup Chris Corcoran Ryder Cup at Glen Eagles CRL Ryder Cup Celtic FC supporter says The Olympics and there is no other correct answer I, I, I can 100 metres final at the Olympics yeah, you can't just be general. Office. I think yeah, the hundred meters is good stuff. But in general, overall, I would, I'd be tempted to. I'm not sure I could even pick one, but the Olympics is right up there, isn't it? Yeah, um, especially you know it was funny when the Olympics you know, like came the here to London. Do you know, like the I, listen, I watched everything when the yeah. Olympics came to London. Wasn't really into it before that, but I found myself watching obscure sports <laughs> I'd never seen. Just get into it. Um, so hundred meters final, though, always made sure uh, I watched that. And it's the the sort of contrast between how short it is and and how important it is. Aye, you know, everyone exactly. kind of makes an appointment to tune in for that nine nine seconds, five eight seconds or whatever nine point four eight. Um, David <laughs> well, Turnbull. Last. <laughs> David Turnbull's been substituted. Obviously, it's the usual sixty-seven minutes. This you, time. At least there's an excuse. Yeah, this is different. You're five 0 up, and Tom yeah. Rogic is coming on to join the party. And you're playing Rangers next weekend, and yeah. your season ends if you don't win. Yeah, but I'm telling you, see, if you're David Turnbull, you want to continue yeah, sure. playing. It's, it's no, absolutely. But, but you, if, if you've got you've got Tom Rogic and Albin a Yeti, and I mean, put it this way, Odson Edwards been taken off on. On 68 yeah. minutes as well Yeah but he, yeah, but he, he Every he, single every week, week. Mm. I want to play 90 minutes If I'm Turnbull I want mm. 90 minutes There's a, Honestly There is a difference Playing um, You know 60, 70 minutes In a 5-0 win Or 90 minutes You actually feel like You know You just feel better Within yourself I, I, I know I've been there uh, Get taken off And it's okay If you've got a big game Around the corner You can sometimes go Well okay that's like, good like I'll accept week. that It's a rest but when it's every week, no, not for Falkirk me. I would be two Clyde, Nilade, and Keena. Stenhouse Muir have pulled one back on Queen's Park. Um, Leon Camps says Tour de France. I live in Leon. Every year I go up into the Alps and camp in the wild for all the mountain stages. Brilliant Whoa. scenery and atmosphere. What's that wow. guy's name? Leon Camps. Leon, <laughs> I've got a million cyclists up my no, way. No, no, so no, they no, are I, killing no, me. No, I don't think Leon's his name. I mean, he's. he's <laughs> <laughs> he camp listen, listen to the name of the account He goes camping in Leon. Oh right Leon Camp well, right. You can pronounce it better than me And it might <laughs> paint Leon. the picture Leon Camp um, So yeah uh, Chris Love is also He says Wrestlemania It's on the night no, Drew McIntyre no. from Air is on it So there you go Mark Gotta get behind the local lad Come on Nonsense Surely Used to like it right enough But nonsense That's your mate Grado 
I thought you were the Lighter Big Radio. He sometimes pitches up the, the football. Stephen Brady says, got to be the Ryder Cup, never been, but it's on the bucket list. Yes. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Brian Payton says, the Premier League darts at the SECC, absolute carnage. The greatest sporting event in the world. No. I don't know. I'm sure no. it's a great night. Oh, it's Eddie, a night. Eddie Hearn, who's involved in the darts, told me that the first time it was in Glasgow, he said, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> I walked in and could not believe it. That was because the place was. How do we describe mm. it, Alex? Jumping. Don't need uh, much encouragement. Who is Glaswegians to have a well, good time? Fun, funnily enough, I met I met you at the darts one time. <laughs> oh, that's right. And uh, <laughs> but do you remember it? Mm. <laughs> oh, do you want well, to make... a free bar on it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember the, it. I was the, there. The strange thing <laughs> about it is, is that past it was. Um, I'm sure it was like midday on a Sunday or something, which makes it more strange. Anyway, yeah. uh, Alison and Mark. Now I can get on board with this suggestion uh-huh. Men's singles final at Wimbledon Oh, mm. been there so many times uh, Alright, you No, 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 just no, kill no. Us. no <laughs> McEnroe When McEnroe won it for the first time in the early 80s uh, It was the days of McEnroe And the, the burst couch hairstyle that he had then Yes uh, he was Bit married, like Mark Wilson's last yeah, week yeah. Yeah. He was married to Tatum O'Neill Who was oh, an Oscar winning uh, film actress uh, Now no longer married to her But uh, he was the bad boy Forever swearing Spitting contesting. Breaking his racket Yeah he was always contesting Decisions wasn't he you and, they, and, they, and they said If he it, it is custom and tradition That if you win The men's singles title You are automatically Made a member of the All England club And the, the suggestion was If he wins this final <laughs> He's not getting The membership uh, But He won And uh, afterwards We were down in the press area And out they came McEnroe Tatum O'Neill and the entourage, Vita Skerolitis and all the New York crew that came with McEnroe, and they were all wearing bandanas and <laughs> denim jackets. And it was like. Did you tell them about Partick? No. Uh, 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 John Patrick was quite a frightening guy. You wouldn't go too near John Patrick McEnroe unless you were absolutely certain that you could handle yourself. Uh, but it, it shuts excitement. Yeah, I mean, so that many a, memorable that was a great ones. Period at that time, there were some real characters yeah, as Mac well. Yeah, Connors, Borg. Yeah. To be fair, so so's this. So's yeah, the one well, yeah. that we've just lived through. Yeah. Think of some of the epics that we've had. The, the very first time the roof came over the centre court, I was there. Uh, Andy Murray played uh, Richard Gasquet. And, uh, I remember the, that. The, yeah. the, the roof came over for the first time ever, you know, and we get home uh, to our digs in London. Early in the Monday morning Because the, the game went on and on and on and on mm-hmm. forever And then Andy would have to have his shower and all the rest of it And then come and meet the, the, the press And he was always very good to the Scottish press And so on and so forth uh, And try, try getting a taxi outside Wimbledon at one o'clock in the morning Do you know what? Every, I'm in the wrong business Every That's, time, every oh, time that Wimbledon comes up on the show We have to mention it, don't we? How did Hugh used to finance his trip to Wimbledon? <laughs> Eckies Remember <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. The greatest line yeah. Ever oh, mentioned On Super Scoreboard Where Look at Callum's eyebrows Hugh Wanted to tell everyone That he used to go to Wimbledon On expenses But that's what they called it In his day So Eckies, Hugh said right, yeah. Hugh said the phrase I used to go to Wimbledon on For two weeks <laughs> On Eckies <laughs> Expenses What a fortnight eh? David, Expenses David Friel And Roger Hanna Understand perfectly what nah, I am no, 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 no. David feels more. He's he's a bit younger than you. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. And let's leave that one right there. Um, <laughs> but it's worth mentioning every time. Um, Chris McGovern says the Snooker World Championship at the Crucible. 
poetic that it's held in a theatre It provides pure drama and tension Davis Taylor, black ball final Just one example But so many more moments of theatre Magic, says Chris My granddaughter's birth was announced at Wimbledon There you are Sorry? My, my first, our first grandchild, Maria uh, What do you mean? I was on centre court You must turn off your mobile phone Okay And I heard the announcement say Hugh Keevans, Scotsman Hugh Keevans, <laughs> Scotsman Which was the name of the paper, not my nationality um, And they said uh, Your daughter has had a daughter Wow And I, I put my phone back on And my son was there saying Oh you are in deep trouble. You better get on the phone. That's unbelievable. Eh? Announcement. Here comes a, a significant substitution. Going back to the debate we had earlier, Lee Griffiths comes on. Ishmaela Soros coming on with him. And Mohamed Il Yunusi goes off 74 minutes. He's done his job, scored a couple of fine goals. And on comes Lee Griffiths. Well, Scott again, Brown off as well. 15 minutes to go. Not much game time. Um, a Yeti already on before him. Um, so Look if you're planning Keeping Lee Griffiths Around next year If it is going to be John Kennedy It would be in your mind To put him on First and foremost For Edward You can quite clearly see He's done the pecking order Does Lee Griffiths Want to hang about And get 15 minutes Or even less Sometimes next season I think if you're A player Still with a lot of years To go in your career mm. You don't want to be just coming on for cameos every week and at 5-0 up's a nice time we come on as a striker isn't it you want to try and join the party the, yeah. the back four have been run ragged surely you fancy getting in on the action yeah of course as oh, listen strikers always like to get in the action but again it's a bit it must be a bit empty for him the feeling coming on when it's 5-0 mm. you know remember Lee Griffiths was a, a figure that the Celtic fans relied on for so long to do certain magic build them out a hole even you know, last season where he comes in for three months, strikers loved the plaudits and he got plenty of them. Going from that to to where we are just now, does he really want to, that but, to go into next year but, again? But I, I don't know if he would. The positive element to this for Celtic today, though, is five goals, still got 15 minutes minimum uh, to play. I think tomorrow Rangers want to say, right, Okay, Celtic will be feeling very good about themselves. Rangers will want to put in a real performance mm. against Hibs tomorrow, and if they can, burn up a few goals because everything is about that game. From tomorrow, when the Rangers game finishes, everything is about Rangers. Can I, can Celtic. I just ask Mark a question? Because you said there, in terms of Lee Griffiths, what would he prefer? I'm going to give you a scenario. So you stay at Celtic, you're playing sporadically, and you're on what 15 grand a week, or you go to a Hibs and you're on three or four. So what, 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 you know, at that late stage, do you want to take that drop? For yeah, me, but it might not be his choice. No, I'm just, it's just a, a question. It's a Celtic's yeah. option, isn't no, it? No, but we're, we're, we're surmising. Would he, yeah. he says, would he rather be about, hang about and get 15 minutes here or there? We're surmising that he is hanging about. So I'm just posing a question. Would it be more to do with money? All, I suppose it's all down to the character when it gets to that stage. But Gordon Wright, Lee Griffiths hasn't got that choice. In his mind, he is contracted. The way it works, he is contracted to Celtic um, next year, unless Celtic... Say we don't want you. Mm. There's nothing Lee Griffiths can do about it. You can't go away and say, "Listen, I'm not, I'm not hanging about here." Even but what if, they, you what if they do offer him at work? They, 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 no, he has they, to stay. He's under contract. It's then up to him to go to the manager and say, "How much game time am I getting? You know, have I come back fit and ready? Am I getting a fair crack at the whip?" The manager says yes. Then, listen, so be it. Um, Reminders of your question, Hugh. Okay, I have played alongside Ben Janney 
Chris Burke and Darren Randolph. I have been managed by Dick Campbell and Lee Clark. I have scored in the top three divisions in Scotland, plus the English Championship and League One. My only silverware is one Scottish Premiership winner's medal. Who am I? Great answers coming in. Well, I say great. Some rotten ones as well. Um, but some people are getting close. Some people are getting it right. Slim Jim thinks it's Jamie Ness. No. Uh, Mr. Big Stuff thinks it's Alan Gow. No. Jack Tullock thinks it's Chris Boyd. No. Alan Seddon thinks it's that man that Mark Wilson chose to be his number two ahead of Gordon DL, Simon Donnelly. No, not Sid. Um, Mark Russell says Marvin Andrews. No. Uh, and Christopher Wren says Cadetti. Not George. Right, keep your guesses coming in. You two got them yet? No. No, it annoys me when I can piece together which clubs this player played for, but I just can't picture. Morton have taken the lead at Dens Park Yes they have Aidan Nisbet What's the race Rovers score at the moment Because if Dundee lose If Dundee lose And Wraith Rovers lose Hearts are the champions Wraith are winning 2-1 Against our both Right loads coming in on this The greatest sporting event In the world Non-football Just because it's the Masters This weekend No one's actually saying It's the Masters Interestingly enough So um, Is it the Grand National I know some people Will have, have been uh, Andrew Ball says I've been to Wimbledon Centre court So Andy Murray Nadal And Williams Glorious day Oh it's, it's <sighs> unbelievable Sounds like it Unbelievable yeah. That's hard, It's hard to beat Even just when you're watching The TV And the You know Just the Everything that goes with Wimbledon oh. Even the, the people Who aren't in the stadiums Who are sitting on The hill outside I never thought In my lifetime Having gone there Cover my first Wimbledon In 1980 41 years ago I never thought In my lifetime I would see a Scottish player who would go to the, the latter stages of either the men's or the, the ladies' singles. And then to have not only Andy, but his brother, Jamie, and to be able to walk along and, and say hello to Judy. Uh, you know, it, it was unbelievable. Just, just, you know, little connections as well, Hugh. I was looking at uh, the boy, Ivan Tony, who's just scored yeah. his 29th. Yeah. Over the season then When you look at the, the, the Earlier on the season Ayeke yeah. Absolutely mm. yeah, What season he's having uh, Paul McCabe says The last day of the Open I was there when Tom Watson Just fell short of beating Stuart Sink Which would have been a sensational win I remember that one Is that Turnberry? Yeah I was there I think I went to watch that one That's the only Real big sporting event I've went to <laughs> Out with football And the I specifically went On the Saturday To see Tiger Woods play and they missed the cut on the Friday. You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Turned up. Well, I missed it that big enough. But, I, 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 uh, but we had the tickets to of go course. on the Saturday. I'm thinking Tiger's a certainty. He's my hero. I want to go and see this guy play. I'll follow him, yeah, even with the, the crowd. <laughs> missed the cut. I went up the road. <laughs> By the way, I who knew that in amongst our super scoreboard audience, there are multiple people now angry at you, all sticking up for the Stanley Cup. Oh, Nick, Nicky Nick. Shannon says It's the greatest spectacle In the world That has to be held Over a minimum Of four games That'll be best of seven Is that a take it? Awful <laughs> Absolutely awful. Do you know what's awful about it? See, have you ever watched Ice hockey on the TV? Mm-hmm. You can't see the puck So what's the point? <laughs> Who, who's you the, can't see the puck It moves that quick You just need your eyes tested <laughs> Who's the uh, I almost I, went all soccer Saturday there Where you forgot your glasses Jeff <laughs> 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 Who's the ice, hockey, the ice hockey team In New York? Can anyone remember? Ah, the Rangers. Yeah, the New York skaters. I was in New York. I was in New York when the nonsense uh, when they won the Stanley. That's Cup. Alex's favourite team. Well, the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, they, would, uh, they had a, you know, like if you won the Scottish Cup, you go in the open top bus thing. Right. They went on the 
open top busting. One million people turned out to, to see them. Yeah, I mean, Kudal says you've got to say the Olympics is the greatest non-football event, surely. I couldn't disagree with that too much um, As for the best I've been to The MLB's London series in 2019 was pretty fun Maybe just because my Yankees beat the Red Sox over the two games I've been to been loads of baseball games But I wouldn't say it's certainly not I the greatest the, I, I went sporting to see the, event the in the Blue world Jays, Toronto yeah. Blue Jays I walked to whatever it is The first quarter whatever it was I bolted a pass <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I, I had a big Would that be an innings? An innings whatever it was Gordon I bolted me and Big Pro So I says I've had enough Come on we're off I'll be up the road Rounders Glorified rounders <laughs> uh, You're terrible Right Wilberto says Men's FIFA World Cup is top right, But if it's non-football Then after that Summer Olympics And Commonwealth Games Chris Ryden Without doubt is Wimbledon Unreal Followed by the Olympics And then the Ryder Cup Rodney Trotter says The sack race St Brendan's primary Muirhouse Motherwell 1995 <laughs> Unbeatable <laughs> uh, what's, what's his brother like? Del boy Trotter <laughs> um, What else have we got on there? I can't believe no No Many people are saying The Masters well, I thought of this weekend as well You think there would be Recency bias yeah, there, was about, uh, there was about 14 of my friends Went to the Masters About 3 or 4 years ago Who paid yeah. a right few quid Went to it and just says It was absolutely Off yeah. the scale they, yeah. they absolutely loved it The yeah. scenery The quality I mean, I, the, I, the difficulty of the course I don't know who this guy supports It's W-A-T-P Hashtag 55 um, Picture of Alan McGregor as well um, Says that it is the Grand National He's going for today He's going Grand National Greatest non-football sporting event in the world oh, Too what? many animals See, I've, I've destroyed that. it for Mark Wilson now Because yeah, I know. I've mentioned the, my horse No one's saying uh, Formula 1 Monaco Grand Prix mm, or anything like not that Not yet That's not, that's not a bad I mean, I'm, I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not really big into Formula 1 But I'd like to go to Monaco And sit in one of the no, yachts and, and watch it ground <laughs> no, no, I, was in, I was in Monaco in the summer I wasn't impressed But there was no Formula 1 cars driving about but no, I, I lived at Brands Hatch. It was not even worth opening the door for. You lived there. Uh, you lived there. Literally <laughs> next door. All right. For for years, I stayed in I stayed in Kent, didn't I? You know, I was down in the Garden of England, Hughes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no for me. No. Dross. No, every Sunday morning, you <laughs> you're sitting there so heated down there the night before. <laughs> you'd be you'd be living like Lord of the Manor, uh, oh, like like Boise and uh, Only Fools. Uh, okay. It was no, I've never been Wraith two or Broth two. Oh. Ricky I'm Little. telling you, I'm telling you, they're one goal away from being champions. Ricky it's inevitable Little. anyway Ricky Little uh, In fact Are they not champions If it stays like this? Dundee yeah, beat I, 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 thought draw both, I thought they both had to mm, lose Get the calculator out I think if it stays like this Hearts are champions This means that Wednesday night If Andy Halliday comes in here As a champion You'll all need to go uh, Conga, Conga And yes sir I can boogie <laughs> mm, Roger Hanna says They need to lose You, I, I tend to trust him that's um, right. So exactly. You shouldn't always. You never to, know. Both need to lose. Dundee need to lose, which they are doing at the moment. And Wraith also have to lose, and they're two-two. Yeah, I think you might be right. We'll trust Roger Hanna on this one. Not you, just did, Roger. Did, did you sign him, Mark? Chris McKee sent off for breaking. <laughs> no, no, not one of mine. Not one of mine. Oh, no, now Roger's changed his mind. I think oh, it could be as is. Wow. There we go. You, you, we're meant to provide the clarity on this. I, don't worry. <laughs> the irony's not hidden. Uh, it's not lost on me here. I should say. Um, yeah, we were meant to be the ones telling you, but brilliant. Uh, I think Clyde brought one back as well at Falkirk. Yeah, Joshua Jack setting up a potentially nervy finish there. They get the manager a month, didn't they? 
Craig, who was it? Uh, David McCracken and uh, Lee Miller. Didn't Lee Miller. Mm. Was it this month? I'm sure they get the manager. Of the Trying month. to remember Join. if that was last month. You know it? the outcome of this title because Hearts Media are as fast yeah. as any, and they'll have. And forget all sorts. Wednesday night. If they win it today, we'll never get, we'll get Halliday on the phone. Yeah, we'll never get him in. Don't yeah. know what he's up to. He must be sitting on his feet, playing that PlayStation that he's always banging on about. Mm. Honestly, he'll be he'll be sitting with a, a bottle of fizz waiting for the final whistle. <laughs> He's big into the basketball, by the way. He might say, well, yeah, "NBA one of these guys who who cuts a bit with a basketball top oh, on in his house." Oh, He's yeah. not about the, the scheme. I went to the basketball um, a, a couple of years ago when I visited my my sister in Chicago. That was the first time I'd ever been, and I, I must admit, I, it. I, went I was the... it was entertaining. They do know how to you know entertain the crowd of the game. I went to the LA Clippers on my stag do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's went good to one, Vegas yeah. and took a trip to to LA for a day. Regretted it was quite quite a journey for one day, but um, a couple of hours. Anyway, right, forget that one of these goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your <laughs> scaffolding needs. Celtic six, Livingston oh, nil, wow. and the subs are now getting in on the action. It's Ryan Christie with a powerful strike. Scored last week Much to the annoyance Of the Twitter admin At Falkirk FC <laughs> Yes And he's scored Another powerful one today Well we go back to the point You know this is the Livingston side Who contributed towards Neil Lennon's downfall In the uh, earlier part Of the season And But for the goalkeeper This would have been 10 nothing. Livingston are defending In a very Shabby fashion uh, the goalkeeper has had an outstanding game And he's still lost six Celtic also had one disallowed for offside It would be ten But for uh, the Livingston goalkeeper oh. And oh, you know, no. oh no Celtic fans are used to yeah. seeing that oh, F.A. Ambrose with a, a horror pass across the face of his own goal Right to Ryan Christie And uh, he finishes well But uh, I mean Celtic fans He's into the box Penalty spot 12 yards Good the, bit behind it Side footed They must be thinking Where's a performance like this been yeah. All yeah. season and inevitably you're going to get on this show people saying oh you know well, you're all going overboard at Celtic you know they've eventually found, but they, they have been good today and you, yeah. you can't you can't deny your eyes no, but I, I, yeah of course it's of course in the context of the league it's, it's done late. and it, it, it yeah. is too late but you can't you know you can't deny what you're seeing they've no, been no, very no. convinced uh, and they can only beat what's in front of them whether Effie Ambrose make bad mm. mistakes or whatever Celtic can only beat the team that's in front of them and Liberty have given them plenty of problems in recent seasons and that they are six up they would one disallowed and but for McCrory in the Livingston goal it would be 10 Mark Wilson's never going to have this one Chris French Leith says surely the Moscone Cup needs an honourable mention pool. the pool no. Pool. No, 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 pool no 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 the true answer. start to the festive season says Chris <laughs> you can't, Chris can't be oh is this title party off then Andy is it Andy put the bottle back in the fridge Dundee 1 Morton 1 <laughs> Lee Ashcroft Oh come on Kev Ayen has done us here Ryder Cup Standing chatting to Alex Ferguson Whilst watching the best in golf It was a bit surreal Awesome day Ended drinking a magnum of champagne Provided by Justin Rose Oh Rosie He's flying He's at the top of the leaders board Do you know that? Uh, Chris Corcoran says It's Gold Cup Cheltenham That's better than the National I've mm. had a few invites down to the goal uh, the, 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 You were you there last Cheltenham. year? Yeah, yeah Cheltenham Yeah Cheltenham It's good, good Oh that, that yeah. goal changes nothing Hearts are still on course to win the title Alright okay Oh, get the bottle back Andy, <laughs> Andy get back to the fridge uh, It's good we're clear for the listeners yeah, here yeah, What's yeah. happening in terms of hearts Yeah, I love man TT Unbelievable, says Anton The super bikes <laughs> no? the bikes? Oh no Oh come on, what's you guys don't have my anything here My man's 24, that's supposed to be good But you, you're 24 hours Where's the, the emotion? Where's the emotion in motorbikes? Yeah, it needs to what's... be instant for me It needs to be over a 
you know, <laughs> over a, a match time, if you oh, like. Right, okay. Yeah, it can't be. Oh, this is dragging on for days. Joe, I, I want to just keep discussing section. this I'm really enjoying this But we need to round off the teaser I think you Because yeah. we're approaching the end of the games Let's hear it The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games I have played alongside Ben Janney Chris Burke and Darren Randolph I have been managed by Dick Campbell and Lee Clark I have scored in the top three divisions in Scotland plus the English Championship and League One my only silverware is one Scottish Premiership winner's medal I am Scott Allen Scott Allen that was a great question lots of you got it right even more of you got it wrong it goes without saying Fluffy Basket was in third place well done Fluffy Scott Connie in second place but the winner the Scott Allen knowledge Alan Baker well done to you sir that was Alan the winner of the second half teaser good question that wasn't it Dick Campbell where did Scott Allen be did he not have a loan spell at Forfar way back did he yeah, oh he did yeah United, yeah yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, yeah I've got that wrong then I, I right game of the day who does it suit better Kilmarnock Ross County's finished Roger Hanna Kilmarnock to Ross County 2 I'm not sure it suits either of them any better Gordon but they are a point clearer of bottom place Hamilton after a fine well fought out contest here at Rugby Park Kilmarnock had a perfect start delayed after 3 minutes Mitch Pinnock's deep corner went beyond the far post Aaron McGowan returned it into the danger area it was knocked out again but it fell invitingly for Chris Buck to smash a fine right foot volley beyond county goalkeeper Ross Laidlaw for the opener but they only held that lead for a couple of minutes county quickly back on level terms Billy Mackay heading the ball into the path of Michael Gardine for a smart finish past Colin Doyle it was a frantic start at Rugby Park and Gilly were back ahead after 16 minutes ball played up to winger Mitch Pinnock he took it in 12 yards from goal but he's back to goal spun his marker beautifully and fired another right foot shot beyond Laidlaw for 2-1 County again tried to get back in level terms quickly Jason Naismith's deep cross headed beyond the far post by Carl Tremarco Naismith then booked for shoving over Rory McKenzie as tempers flared before the break County should have been level before the break Mackay again teeing up Gardine inside the Kilmarnock box this time a left foot shot just inches wide of the near post with Doyle beaten 2-1 at the break but County absolutely flew out the blocks at the start of the second half Tremarco cross headed over the top by Jordan White and in two minutes later another Tremarco delivery into the danger area White again getting his head to it it beat Doyle but it came back off the post next chance for County in 51 minutes Ian Vigers free kick headed wide by Ross Draper and then a 25 yard free kick again by Vigers turned round the post by Colin Doyle for a corner and it was from that corner in 54 minutes at County drew level Vigers the skipper providing a delivery from the right and Alec Yakaviti with a header inside the 6 yard box for 2-2 County really pushed at that stage Harry Payton he had teed up come on as a substitute and teed up Gardine but his miss had shot was dragged wide of the far post Laidlaw did hold a shot from substitute Greg Kilty at the other end in a rare Kilmarnock break at that time but four minutes from time a mistake but Zach Medley almost handed the three points to County Payton again nipped in to take the ball off him he freed wide but his shot at an angle was pushed out by Doyle 
come on the try to finish on the front foot Alan Power played the ball to Burke just as the game went into three minutes of added time his angle drive though was easily pushed out by Laidlaw Kelly better in the first half County better in the second half it's a share of the spoils will it be enough in the final analysis though Kilmarnock 2 Ross County 2 oh it's tense at the bottom it's over at the top but nevertheless Celtic had a job to do today how did they go about it against Livingston Alison and Gordon Full time at Celtic Park. Celtic 6, Livingston 0. Celtic comfortable and the perfect warm up for their Scottish Cup trip to Ibrox in a week's time. James Forrest had the ball in the net early on, but the flag was up for offside. But he made no mistakes on the half hour, latching onto Odson Edwards' pass and his shot crept past Robbie McCrory and into the back of the net. David Turnbull made it 2 0 just before half time. A simple finish from Mohamed Elianousi's ball then. And Elianousi had a shot saved by McCrory after the break before they. And he had a strike tipped over the bar and then it was 3-0 in the 50th minute Jack Fitzwater putting the ball in his own net from David Turnbull's cross then Mohamed Elianousi made it 4-0 four minutes later a curling shot from just outside the box at the other end Scott Bain was called into action denying Poplatnik from point back range before a great save again by Robbie McCrory at the other end to deny Odson Edward before he also denied Scott Brown but Mohamed Elianousi was then back in action chipping the ball over Robbie McCrory after a great run and a pass from Chris Iyer to make it 5-0 then just before full time Ryan Christie got in in the action 6 a powerful shot from inside the box. Full time at Celtic 6, Livingston 0. Gordon Dale, John Kennedy said he it was about performances mm-hmm. until the end of the season, and that's exactly got, what he, he got today. He got everything today, Alison. He got the performances um, from the starting 11. Uh, the substitution made an impact as well. Uh, six goals flattered Livingston this afternoon. They're lucky to go out here, six. It was a terrific performance. Uh, John Kennedy will over the moon, especially leading up to next week's massive game, the Scottish Cup at Ibrox. The only one little concern, we'll all talk about it, is the injury of James Forrest. But interesting to hear what the Celtic manager says about that. They'll keep his fingers crossed. It's just, you know, it's a slight knock and he'll be okay because I thought he was magnificent for the first half. Um, I just thought Celtic passed the ball. They were crisp, they were sharp, they were hungry. They made chance after chance. They put six past uh, McCrory and goals and I think it was a very, very um, eventful day for Livingston who created nothing really um, it was a hard shift for them because it was really men against boys. Celtic up to pace today they showed what they're capable of and they'll go to Ibrox next week OK, it's Rangers, it's a different game but they'll go with a lot of confidence John Kennedy got the performance he wanted today, the Celtic board applauded the players off the pitch, full time at Celtic Park Celtic 6, Livingston 0 Hearts are the champions of the championship. Wraith and Dundee have both failed to win today. It means Hearts cannot be caught and will be back in the top flight next season. Congratulations to everyone involved there. It has been a bit of an inevitability for a while, but nevertheless, they've got over the line and Hearts win the championship title. Let's move on to Hamilton Dundee United. How did that one go, David Friel? Full time it's Hamilton now in United 1. As you said, Gordon Hearts are on their way up and Hackies will be hoping that they're not on their way down. Matt McNulty scored United's winner, but Hamilton will, will be wondering how they feel to take anything from this game as they stay rooted to the bottom. Brian Rice's Hackies had 27 attempts on goal. For Hamilton Hackies, that's absolutely staggering. They dominated large spells, but poor finishing and an inspired performance from Benji Segrist and the United goal kept them out. It was a mistake from the Aki stand-in goalie Kyle Gooley that led to Matt McNulty's six-minute winner. 
In for the in injured Ryan Fulton, he fluffed a clearance and Jandal Fuchs found the United striker su to supply a terrific finish. Aki's piled on the pressure before and after half-time. It was just chance after chance. Seagrace kept McMahon, Callaghan, Monroe at bay, Haki Modifin as well. Callaghan missed a sitter running, Hughes headed wide. As I said, gone, it was just shots just rained in in the goal. We also had a penalty shout out, uh, sorry, a shout turned down by Bobby Madden 10 minutes into the second half. Given what happened last week, it'd be interesting to see what Brian Rice says about that. Mark Reynolds tangled with Bruce Anderson and Rice led the claims from the sidelines, but Bobby Madden was having none of it. Odefin had a shot save with Seagrass, Hamilton kept going, but United did finish quite bright, and they could have also had a penalty when Louis Appear went, went down. Bobby Madden wasn't having that one either, and it finished Hamilton nil and United won. Still not finished at Fir Park, a long injury wait there. It is done though at St Johnston, Aberdeen, Dave Galloway. Full time St Johnston, nil, Aberdeen won a dominant start from the hosts as they pinned their opponents back. Middleton's volley after Booth's cross was deflected for a corner and from Conway's well-worked free kick, Kane really should have scored at the back post but he ballooned his drive over. Saints looking lively with the Dons on the back foot and offering little in attack. They finally created something from a corner midway through the first half. Hoban rose well to meet McGinn's corner kick only to see his header deflected behind. Hornby on for Camberry for the second half just failed to connect with McGinn's dangerous cross as Aberdeen resumed with intent after the interval and in the 52nd minute they took the lead Kennedy found Hayes with a nice through ball, Hayes withstood the attentions of Rooney to slot home, St Johnson hit back quickly with Kane's shot deflected wide but the Dons looked a lot better after their goal and they nearly got another one with Hornby's back post header from McGinn's cross from the right hand side hitting the side net the Perth side went so close to an equaliser when uh, May set up Rooney, whose powerful header beat Lewis, only to hit the post. Definitely a more entertaining uh, second half here at McDermott Park, with the home team piled on the pressure late on, and it took a very good save by Lewis with his legs to deny McCann's effort. Not a bad game overall, just one goal in it. St Johnston nil, Aberdeen one. Uh, it's five o'clock pretty much and still going at Fir Park there's now been an injury to Ricky Lamy we had seven minutes added on he's now got injured and remember that's usually a minimum of seven minutes so what I'll do is continue to talk I believe they call this padding Hugh Keevans yes, and yes. it is full time at Fir Park here's Fraser Wishart who's um, won't be up the road till midnight at this rate hi Fraser it is full time a late finish due to a lock and stoppage for Jordan Roberts who got a bad injury but it finished Motherwell 1 St Mirren 0 St Mirren had the majority of possession more efforts a goal and more shots on target but the only start that counts is the Devante Cole goal that gave Motherwell all three points both sided chances to score in the first 45 minutes the best for Saints was a 34th minute penalty Stephen O'Donnell found Phil Connolly inside the box Jamie McGrath usually deadly from the spot it was a weak penalty kick but a decent save by Kelly diving low to his left Chris Long will feel he should have scored for Motherwell a clever Devante Cole pass put him clear on the edge of the box left foot shot he struck it well it was a really good save by Jack Anik a real blow for Motherwell early in the second half Jordan Roberts their best player in the first half was stretched off with what looked like a bad ankle injury Mark O'Hara came on and it really disrupted Motherwell's play because a minute later Stephen O'Donnell almost let Saints in Scotland fullback for some reason took a touch in the six yard box Dull he's nicked it off him very sharp onto the ball and it was a last gas tackle by Declan Gallagher stopped a certain goal and the goal did come in the 62nd minute at the other end for Motherwell Chris Long did really well to keep the ball in on the right hand side with his pace he cut inside Joe Shaughnessy with his left foot he hit a really fierce low cross shot Jack Anik made a good 
good save. Devante Cole was diving in, and as the ball came off, Anik hit Devante Cole and into the back of the net. I don't think the striker knew much about it, but he won't care. That bit of fortune has given his team all three points. And then had a real spell of pressure testing the Motherwell defence and stood up well, but it was almost two at the other end as the ball, the ball swung to the other. Uh, penalty box Chris Long again doing really well on the right hand side he cut the ball back to Alan Campbell and his low shot was a good save at his left hand post by Annick coming out first and came close the six yard header from Christian Dennis Cross before Cole had a great chance to wrap up the points with 10 minutes to go three in the box he tried to curl it into the top corner rather than put his laces through it and it was wide by a couple of yards all St Mern in the last 10 minutes Motherwell defending well McGabby was on they're playing with five at the back but St Mern for all their play they just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net the only real chance they had was Christian Dennis from 20 yards, a comfortable save by Liam Kelly, the closest they came to getting the equaliser. A big win for Motherwell, they're right in the mix for 7th place now, but the same old story for Saints, nice play, but couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Full time at Fir Park, Motherwell 1, St Marin 0. And now it's over to you, 0141 951 1025, that is the number you need to get in touch, so let us know what is on your mind. Celtic fans, what did you make of that? It's not the... The biggest result in terms of the outcome But it was nevertheless a very, very impressive performance What stood out for you? Mohamed El Yunusi, does that make you think you would maybe go there next season? How important is James Forrest? How much have you missed him? How concerned are you over the injury he picked up? Anything else that you think we've missed about that game today? Pick up the phone and let us know Rangers fans, if you want to look ahead to tomorrow's match We'd love to do that as well um, Motherwell fans you, you officially safe now you, you would imagine Kilmarnock Well not officially But getting there uh, Kilmarnock Ross County Does that suit anyone Will Brian Rice be unhappy at Another refereeing decision So much to come Between now and 6 o'clock But we need you To pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Alex Ray And Gordon Dieller Here on the Open Line So get in touch And let us know What is on your mind Were you watching your team today? What did you make of it? Celtic fans I'm sure you're delighted With the performance Of course people will say Too little too late In terms of The league But you can only beat What's in front of you And I'm sure many would agree That was very impressive But what was impressive about it? Who stood out for you? Elianusi, is he winning you over? Would you like to try and keep him for next season? How important has James Forrest been? He got injured today. How serious might that, or how worried uh, would you be if he was to now miss out again with the big cup game looming next week? Down at the bottom, it was a draw between Kelly and Ross County. Have we really, have we learned much there? If there was any doubts about Motherwell's safety, it looks like they've ended them today. And Hearts are the champions of the championship. A combination of results, them winning last night and their rivals not doing so today. Means Robbie Nielsen's side will be in the top flight next season 01419511025 on the phones uh, Good day of football all round Let me just remind you of the, the official full time scores if you missed them In the Premiership uh, Celtic won 6-0 against Livingston Hamilton 0, Dundee United 1 Kilmarnock 2, Ross County 2 Motherwell 1, St Mirren 0 And St Johnston 0, Aberdeen one in the championship, Air United one, Dunfermline one, Dundee one, Morton one, Queen of the South one, Inverness one, and Wraith Rovers two are both two. So four draws in the championship today. In Scottish League one, Cove Rangers one, Dumbarton nil, Falkirk two, Clyde one, Forfar one, East five two, Montrose two, Airdrie two, and Peterhead nil, Partick Thistle three. Into League two then, Annan one, Stirling Albion two, Brecon City two, Albion Rovers four. 
Cowdenbeath 1 Elgin City 0 Stranraer 0 Edinburgh City 1 And Stenhouse Muir 1 Queen's Park 3 Pick up the phone And let us know What's on your mind Bottom 3 Separated by 3 points 4 games left to go So All the excitement is there Celtic's win Of course Has to make them feel good About Ibrooks next weekend It's over to Rangers now See what kind of result And performance They get against Hibs tomorrow And then At Ibrooks a week from now Celtic season either ends Or it gets a belated jolt And the subplot of the Scottish Cup win That they will be pursuing For a fifth success of time Becomes the story But they have to go to Ibrooks and win However, today John Kennedy is putting himself forward For the Celtic job He has to be he ha- There's no clarity over Eddie Howe John Kennedy has to be in contention doesn't do any harm to win 6 nothing, And it could have been 10 John's a Celtic fan on the line He's going to kick us off What did you make of that today John? Good afternoon Gordon and panel Hello Hi I've got a funny feeling Gordon right? I don't know i just got an incline I think the Celtic manager Has already been picked And the deal's been done That team are playing like If there is a new manager in, in, in the building And I think they know Who this manager is I really do I think Celtic's I think Celtic have got their man, their man And they're just not Releasing it to the press The media or whatever And they're keeping it under wraps I do think these players Because I've seen A totally different team The last couple of weeks And they, they look like If they're playing Under a new manager And I think they do know that. I don't know I've just got an incline here And Gordon I, I, I think I think there's something there There's something there. Or, or could, it, could it just be though John That the, the, you know you're half right And they know Obviously they know That a new manager Is, is certainly close And therefore they're you know they're all playing for their future. Is that not more likely rather than it being a big secret and it's already done? No, I don't know about a secret. God, God, honestly, I think they've been told as the employees. I think they've been told the players have been put in. This is your manager, blah, but he's, he's watching. Good. I really do. I really do. And I do think that I've heard from another source, Gordon. Oh, very <laughs> mysterious. Here we go. Listen, I, no, you. Here we go. John, you, what's the big secret then? Why are they not announced now? What's the big secret? What's the big secret? Right? Maybe the, maybe Eddie Howe doesn't want to, uh, this to be released anew, or Dermot doesn't want doesn't want to be released. Is there is there, is there a secret about it? Really? Did they, they have to? Did they have to what, release what it? Would be, what would be in it for Celtic to keep it a secret? What would be in it? Well, this is what I'm saying. So, if you, if you want something kept uh, under wraps until certain times, would, you, would that not be your? Wish, uh, would that not be for you? To, to respect you so, and say, right, okay, sure. But you know what I'm saying So John Kennedy's been told like, This is John, John I, I do believe it Have, have they kept told. a secret from Scott The captain Brown. Scott yeah. Brown Because Sorry? he says Have they kept a secret from Scott Brown Because he came out and said last week That the uncertainty Over who was going to be there was put, a factor. Uh, Yeah put sway to him Look, Going Mark, elsewhere Mark Mark All I'm saying is Right, I'm not 100%. All I'm saying is, in my, in my point of view here, is, all I'm saying is, I do think the players know who their next manager is. And do you and believe it's Eddie Howe? Me, sorry? Do you believe that man is Eddie Howe? Eddie Howe is signed on a dotted line, yes. So he's got exclusive. His representatives came out during the week mm. and told a lie. Is that what you're telling us? Well, like, Gordon... I, I tried to John sticking to his theory Which is fine Is there a school of thought Though there Gordon Which Because uh, I don't think John will be alone In the sense of Looking at that performance Today 
And saying Alright well what's happened To this group of players what, What's different now Are they trying to impress A new manager You would, you would get that Wouldn't you Well in all the years I've been in football The one thing you learn Is if you want to keep a secret Don't tell 30 players That's the start <laughs> um, Yes of 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 course, the these Celtic players. It's it's a time of year. Ask the guys. Your contract might be up. You know, a new manager's come in. There's a, 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 you know new chief exec in. Um, the sun was shining today. Celtic were in the mood. They passed the ball about. They've got a a massive game next week at Ibrox. Everybody wants to be involved, Gordon. So there's a collective things there. I think you've just got to look game by game with Celtic now. John Kennedy's down there. I've watched John Kennedy this afternoon and he's looked relaxed about the full situation. If they talk about players playing for him, they certainly showed that this afternoon because you're talking Livingston... Livingston have punched her above their weight, but the one thing you know against Livingston is they'll get in your face, they'll make it hard, they're a very hard-working team, they're organised. Celtic ran them ragged today, ran them absolute ragged. Now, yes, Celtic supporters and other supporters can say, well, it's only against Livingston, it's home, it's too late, but it's still a performance that's there, you know the abilities there, so I think like every... Every club at this time of season, you will go and find players' performances going up a level. And there's no doubt in that because there's always something to play for. Yeah, I mean, Mark, this is a bit of a sim- simple comparison. I, I accept that. But remember the living- the last time Livingston yeah. came in-, in the league? Was that the 3-2 game? Um, yeah. yeah. Other- there was the draw as well actually there was a draw, so, yeah. um, And then the th- even the 3-2 game earlier That was at that stage of the season Where people were going No no it's fine It's okay You know we're winning games That's the sign of champions But the performance levels Just weren't there And as Gordon says Livingston are Livingston Celtic should beat them And, and they should beat them comfortably But you don't tend to beat Livy comfortably That's that's no, the point No you don't um, Listen you've got to give Celtic And the players Huge credit today Because that performance Has just not been there This season You know I, I touched on Games against St Johnson Ross County Livingston you're right Where it's been stuffy it, It's been boring Let's be honest It's been boring to watch If you're a Celtic fan Tuning in And Scoring the odd goal maybe in the first half And then, you know, being pegged back Today was much what Celtic fans have been used to Over the years Them dominating games, creating chances And having a real cutting edge at the top end of the pitch And I think it's no coincidence, Hugh That James Forrest comes back in the side And it looks much better instantly I think the Celtic fans are entitled to be outraged By what they've seen today Because where's that been all season long? Yeah, I mean, I always get that But at the same time you can't time travel That's done And if you're playing today You just need to beat What's in front of you of I get that But if, if that If that If your first reaction Is anger Is that, that That's Is that not a bit Over the top Well I'm not saying It's your necessarily Your first reaction But it's part of Your reaction As I say The 2-2 draw With Livingston uh, Earlier in the season Contributed towards The feeling that uh, Neil Lennon's time Here is over Done uh, And So it was Soon after uh, but that's a team, as Gordon DL said, that's a team playing in a fashion that they they believe in themselves and they're enthusiastic and hungry. But I mean, at the same time, though, can you not say that? I mean, the shackles are off because the, the league's done. Yeah. What? See, sorry, Hugh. See, the biggest factor for me today is there's an old firm game next week in yeah. the cup. Uh, will define. So you think that's more important than say thinking, oh, we need to impress the new manager, whoever. I, I he don't may believe be. the new manager's in the building. If no, the, no, no, but no, but. He, he, 
Oh, Need to impress a new manager. A new I'm not manager. saying he's done. Yeah, well, listen, for me, uh, watching that today, I would suggest that it's because the players know what's at stake mm. next week. They're all vying for a position. You look at James Forrest, you look at Christy coming off the bench, you look at all the others. Uh, that was a performance to be proud of today. Let's bring in Davy and Parkhead. Davy, what jumped out for you today? Just seeing the producer there, I, I think it's clear to every every Celtic supporter, it should be anyway, uh, that, that you know James Forrest coming back has made a a huge difference to to, to to how Celtic play. I mean, I know Forrest has got his detractors, but he's definitely been the missing link. Um, and I think, you know, hopefully the injury to go today isn't uh, too severe for next week. But, but I think my main point uh, is, is about Eddie Howe. Um, Let's do James Forrest first, David. Plenty of time we'll, we'll, we'll discuss Eddie Howe. Gordon, how important was he today? And is it a reminder of, of what Celtic have missed this season? Yeah, because it allowed them to go back to that four-two-three-one, Gordon, where I think they looked more balanced. And El Yunusi probably put in one of his better performances. I would say he was man of the match today uh, because I think everybody was fit into the right positions. Turnbull just played off Edward. Edward looked sharp, although he never got in the goals, but in the first half he looked sharp. That four, as I called them, their movement was terrific. And Forrest is a massive part of that. And that's why, because it's not until you're out the team that people realise how important you are to it. And Celtic fans used to call in and give James Forrest a real hard time. But when he comes back, you see what he gives them. And as I say, his performance was excellent. He got his goal as well. Now, remember, this lad's missed a lot of football. He's not even at peak championship. So he's still a bit to come. The only wee worry, and it'll be interesting to hear what John Kennedy says, was... The minute he got that injury, they took no risk with him whatsoever. He did limp off. He was walking a little bit better going up the tunnel. So we just hope that it's not that bad. What did we make of his performance today? Outstanding. Yeah. Um, of course, it would be a boost to Celtic if John Kennedy walks into the press conference and tells Alison that, nah, we took him off as a precaution. He's fine. Uh, be a boost to all the Celtic fans because at the risk of going on ad nauseum, Celtic... Their season ends next weekend at Ibrox or it gets a belated boost and they go for their fifth Scottish Cup in a row. For me, that was a, the, I keep saying, Gordon, that most certainly it's about the Rangers-Celtic game next week because if you're talking about a new manager potentially come in and the players are playing, half that team won't be there next year. You've got your lone players and then you've got mm. Edward, Ayer, possibly out the door. What, what does James Forrest bring that has been missing? He's a ball carrier who can go by people I think Celtic have got some outstanding players mm-hmm. Turnbull, Christie, guys like that, McGregor Much of the same in that position Can pick a pass, can score from distance But when you took Frimpong away And Frimpong of course played right back But he got moved up, remember when Forrest was out the team He was the only one who would run at players Square them up, commit them, knock it mm-hmm. by them And get to the byline You take Frimpong away They're just missing that And of course it wasn't entirely natural to Frimpong because he was used to playing mm. right back. You take James Forrest out of the team, your chances get watered down. The amount of times that a, a winger gets to the byline gets watered down, you're depending on your fullbacks getting there rather than your wingers and goals as well. James Forrest has scored an incredible amount of goals for a winger over the years and you've taken that out the Celtic team as well. Has his game also come on a bit, Alex? I, I take on what Mark's saying, but actually he doesn't... It's not like... Every two minutes He's he's leaving defenders for dead And, and beating them one on one It's more about At times it seems like The way he runs off the ball And, yeah. and that gets beyond 
Edward, for instance, for the goal. A younger James Forrest was pretty much searched the byline all the time, Gordon. When Brendan Rodgers came in, he took his game to a new level. He showed him how to come into the box. He showed him how to add goals to his game. Now, he's just mentioned Frimpong there, Mark. And with the greatest respect to him, because he's still a young lad learning his trade, James Forrest is final ball so much better than Frimpong's. He's direct. And but what, for me, it's about his legs. See people who are willing to run beyond. And that only came into Celtic's play mm. On a regular basis When Brendan Rodgers First season When you get Sinclair Coming off the left hand side You get Forrest Coming off the right mm. So he brings so much more Gordon He's an intelligent footballer I mean Gordon Does it also suit Guys like Hodson Edward He didn't score today But have ha- been able to then Drop in Take the ball And then you know Be able to turn it in behind For guys that are going to Run off him I think it suits The full midfield To front Gordon Because you look at El Yunusi, He was playing down That left hand side He knew his runs Brown and McGregor were just dominating the middle of the park. Forrest was coming in, it was allowing the full back to go. It looked a team that, if you watch Celtic in an open um, game of the season, you'd be thinking, they've been working this all pre-season. Because they know how to play the 4-2-3-1. And I think that Forrest just gives them that, what the boy says there. You see his first goal, it's him that picks the ball up, Gordon. There's no danger. There's absolutely no danger. He plays a ball into Turnbull. Turnbull turns round, plays it into Edward, and he's to get the vision to see and know that Forrest has continued his run, and he just flicks it over the defence and Forrest scores a goal. That was the Celtic we watched, you know, what last year or under Brendan Rodgers. They knew their jobs exactly. That's what I think he brings. I think John Kennedy's looking at this. There's no chance in the world, unless I'm totally wrong, that he will go to Iroch next next uh, week and go with a diamond, which was not bad when Neil Lennon went there in, in the New Year game. This suits Celtic. El Yunusi probably had one of his best games today. I thought he was fantastic. I really did. Edward looked like he was back enjoying it, linking up. Everything was working with Turnbull. Although he didn't score, and as a striker you want to score, especially when you look and you think, well, we'll score six today, and my name's not there. But I think John Kennedy will be really pleased with this. It's a different proposition going to Ibrox right enough. Davy, what was your Eddie Howe point? Perspective. Yeah, it's just a, I read an article today. Uh, I can't remember what paper it was, but uh, basically they'd said uh, how he was uh, kind of weighing up his options, but he was looking for the Crystal Palace job um, before Celtic. And I'm just wondering if Celtic have got a deadline just to say. Eddie, I mean, I know Eddie Howe has got a great pedigree and he holds all the cards and all the rest of it, but I think we've been burned too many times by kind of waiting and people just committing to Celtic. And I just think you know Celtic have to basically just put a deadline in it's a take it or leave it job and we move on to somebody else so uh, that's my concern that's my concern well they can't wait forever that's for sure um, if Eddie Howe is the first choice and you have to respect that and they want to see how negotiations go but they can't wait Celtic have got a, a big job to do and that job should be underway now Dominic Mackay will come in a week on Monday uh, and begin as uh, if you like Trainee Chief Executive Until Peter Lawwell Goes at the end of the season But Celtic's business Must be conducted Now And you cannot Wait until uh, May Or June It's simply yeah, not there's an a, option There's a huge difference Between Eddie Howe saying Yeah I'm going to take the job In June And I'll make my decision In June Obviously I don't believe Celtic Can even Consider Buying in To waiting for Eddie Howe To make his decision June 
Obviously there is an argument That it would work out okay If he came in in June But I still think he's leaving himself Short in time And would like to see him now But either way Celtic have got to get A decision mm. soon They cannot leave it Till June the 1st yeah. For Eddie Howe to say No thanks I'm off to Crystal mm. Palace In Newcastle And leave Celtic Nowhere else to turn It's almost like Alex is, yeah. it's, These negotiations must be quite tough Because we would accept It's very easy for us In here or, or on the phone to say No no we, just, just, we, We'll tell them Eddie Tuesday or nothing Right You decide by Tuesday But ultimately If he is your man If he's the one you want There'll be a kind of You don't want to cut your nose off Despite of your face Sort of thing So it must be slightly difficult But naturally I think Everyone would say The sooner the better And try and get some sort of closure yeah. Either way it's a tricky one Gordon Because you have to get As you say Get the balance right They will have a date In their mind Gordon Because this cannot go on Indefinitely And I would expect That they will be assessing What's actually going on In the negotiations So when Peter Lowell Is actually negotiating With his representatives And maybe speaking to Eddie Howe You will gauge how that's going If you don't feel as if That's going in your favour And you feel as if You're going to get him Through the door then you have to put a time bar on yep. this and then move on to other options. Uh, Davey, thank you very much. Stevie has been hanging on for ages, so my apologies, Stevie, but we need to take a break and I'll speak to you as soon as it finishes. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray in the studio We've got Gordon DL out at Celtic Park as well Having witnessed Celtic win by 6 goals to nil against Livingston I must admit Gordon DL You would have loved it in here Mark Wilson bouncing around the studio <laughs> Punching the air, cheering <laughs> Thought he his horse had won the Grand National But actually it was a horse that he'd put on on behalf of someone else Oh brilliant <laughs> I, You know what I've done guys I'd, I'd written down the numbers of the horses Not the names So I'm cheering on 35 And uh, I've put on, on for someone else So uh, I'm chuffed for them Well done yeah, Manila Times wins the Grand wow. National If you're interested Manila Times Mark Wilson thought it was his And it, it's not And it was Do you know what it was like Gordon It reminded me of one, You know one of those When like breaking I've got a lead and then yeah, you know, late on yeah. didn't happen that often. Exactly, one celebration a year, uh, like the Grand National. Uh, you know, but it's snowing here, boys. Is it seriously? Yeah, yeah, it's mm. started. So uh, the, the roads will be dangerous all night. No, no, no. You just stay right there. That's the safest place. Uh, and of course, an historic victory that Rachel Blackmore becomes the first female jockey to win the Grand National. Uh, Manila times the horse. So. Superb, well done, um, and Mark Wilson not so. But if you if you gambled responsibly on it and you had a, a good afternoon, then well done to you. Let's speak to Stevie on the line who's been waiting for about six months. Stevie, take us away. How you doing, boys? He's all right. Good, thanks. Well, just to let you know, your man's on about snow and it's heavy sleet here in Bishop Prague, so I'll send some of them your way. So you <laughs> get very something. kind of you. Right, I've got three points tonight. Two of them are very very minor. One of them's a big point. First of all, James Forrest, Celtic need to look at this side and build their team round about James Forrest. That's my first point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday, Old Firm game, I'll give you a prediction right now. Honest prediction. Score draw. Okay. Well, who's going through then? Because it goes to extra point, time. Well, go to, I'll go to extra time then. I'll go to extra time. I know who will win. I'm call it after... I'm not going to call right. it after extra time. Okay. One quick okay. But 90 minutes will be a score draw. Um, the third point, Eddie Howie. Oh. Now, I've listened to you. I've heard you 
through the week, pal. Been working night shift and I've listened and I've heard everything you're saying. I tend to agree with you in a big way about it, Hugh, and I'm being honest. I'm now thinking to myself and listening to you the other night, what you were saying, I'm now beginning to think, is this a Celtic ploy? Celtic might well have their manager in place. It might well be John Kennedy. And what I'm now beginning to think is Celtic running with this Eddie Howe for Celtic supporters to go out, buy their season tickets, and then they're making out Eddie Howe's no making a decision to June, and all of a sudden Eddie Howe decides in June, well, you know what, I'm just going to go to Crystal Palace, but thank you very much, Celtic. Well, Celtic's like, OK, no problem. There you go, John Kennedy, you've got the job. And a lot of Celtic supporters might not be happy John Kennedy's got the job, but you know what? Too late, they've bought their season tickets. Um, am I right or wrong, Q? No, I think you're wrong. Uh, for this reason, uh, okay. Celtic have had a, a horrendous season, uh, and during that horrendous season, they have been bankrolled by uh, tens of thousands of supporters who bought season tickets knowing that they would not be able to get inside Celtic Park. Uh, if you're going to ask people to buy season tickets again without any certainty that they will be inside Celtic Park for a long time next season, then you have to treat those people with respect. And it would be utterly disrespectful to say, look, let's hatch a plan. Let's say that Eddie Howe uh, is interested in the job. <laughs> Eddie Howe's not part of this plan, is he? No, I mean, and also Celtic are bound by the, the, the rules of the stock exchange. You can't play games like that when you're a PLC. Well, I mean... I, I, as long as you're not announcing them officially, I, I, I dare say. But anyway, no, but, but, before, we, before we even bother ourselves with getting into that side of it, Stevie, I can't predict the future, so I don't know if that might happen. It might be the case that Eddie Howe d- doesn't become the Celtic manager and someone else does. But but you really think this is this is deliberate by Celtic? Would that not just end up with them looking pretty stupid with the egg on their face? Right, I agree with you. I'm not saying it's deliberate by Celtic. What I'm trying to you say said it was a ploy. I'm, well, what I'm trying to say, boys, is basically, right, I believe Celtic want Eddie Howe as their manager. Uh-huh. But Eddie Howe is sitting right at this minute, and he's the one pulling his things. He's keeping Celtic dangling. Why can't he just say to Celtic, OK, you want me? I want to come. Yes, OK, there I sat. The deal's done. Eddie Howe is now the new Celtic manager. But guess what? Just to let you know, supporters, Eddie Howe will not be with you for maybe six weeks. How can they not do it that way then? Why is Eddie Howe keeping Celtic hanging? That's a good question, but I can't help but think that's a very different point to to yeah. the initial one of Celtic kind of having a ploy to get season ticket money in and say, ah, it's John Kennedy. Hmm. I can't see that uh, being the case at all. Um, listen, we all agree that, um, well, most of us agree that we think if it is to be Eddie Howe, it should come in just now and it should be announced. What if it is the other way? What if Eddie Howe's just keeping tight lipped, but Celtic, for some reason, unknown to us, may say, listen, we want you to come in, but we want you to start on June the 1st. What if Peter Lawwell and Dom Mackay are sitting around the table just now, restructuring the club, and say, we'll get a new manager in. That seem likely. But he's coming in 1st of June. Well, I think you've got to take all things as lightly just now, because we're grasping it. So we're, we're automatically assuming, and me included, I've said it, that Eddie Howe, is holding out. all the aces and, and keeping Celtic dangling What if it is the other way? What if it, it, it has been agreed And Eddie Howe Is un, the understanding that He's been offered the job But he's mm. not starting to the first what, what is the benefits of Celtic Not getting their manager in now? Uh, allows them to assess the whole situation uh-huh. Allows them to clear the decks yeah. Get the loan players back Start work with the uh, the recruitment department About who they're going to target 
It gets them familiar with guys who potentially they could maybe talk round. Ayer, Christie, or Edward sees his philosophy. For me, for Celtic not to do that is just. That's no for me Let's hear from John Kennedy then 6-0 victory today James Forrest's Playing very well Then going off injured Just some of the topics John Kennedy covers here You know I mean And we don't want to just Performance gives us a basis You know And a good uh, Good kind of foundation there to, to allow us to get results So it's been a case of Building back the structure Making sure we're all confident in that Everybody knows the roles And then the quality always comes through You know So if you get that basis right You know You nullify opposition teams You control games Build up the confidence, which we've seen today in abundance. We know the players in the team will do do damage in the in the box. So really pleasing. I thought the decision making in terms of the final third was better today as well. We get much more attempts from inside the box and in more dangerous situations. So it was a, a top performance. James Forrest going off how is he? Yeah, we're not quite sure yet. He was he kind of stiffened up around his back and round with the hamstrings and stuff uh, beginning of the second half. So it was a case of not taking any risk with him. And then the, the, also the. Uh, the scoreline allowed us to do that with one or two others as well. Gives boys game time who are pitching a bit to play. And at the same time, the guys who played a lot of minutes, we can get them off and, and get the squad in a better place for next week. Again, it's been a building blocks for us in recent weeks and months um, in terms of building the confidence up, the level of performance. We know if we're on our A game, we can cause Rangers huge problems. So, again, it's a, it's a good game to come out of in terms of scoring the goals and having that extra bit of confidence to go into next week and, and hopefully win that game. We basically build a foundation and a and a structure which allows them to make good decisions in it. You know, I trust them. We had the moment where we gave the ball away and they almost gave a chance away. That happens. But the other side of that, we create 10 from Scott Bain starting with the ball and we build it through Because when we start with the ball and we're confident in that, we invite teams forward and when we create space in behind them, we know we can do damage at the top end. So there's a balance there, of course. You know, we don't just do it for the sake of it. It's always with a purpose. But the players have to trust the process. You know, they have to trust what you're trying to do. I think we're slowly are now getting back to top gear um, and firing at the right times. Sounded a bit like John Kennedy doing that interview in the games hall during fourth period PE, but I'm sure there was a, a, a perfectly reasonable explanation for it. Uh, Gordon DL, we are not medics, obviously. Um, it it kind of looked like it was it was an ankle injury that, that James Forrest was carrying. It looked like that's where the physio was um, turning the attention, but. John Kennedy saying a bit stiff, hamstringing back and a bit early to tell he'll be assessed ahead of next week. Yeah, he wasn't given uh, too much away. Uh, John, he never does. He keeps his cars closely to his chest. Um, it was just a case of, and he was right, the game had been, uh, the game was finished at half-time. Uh, so the minute um, Forrest went down, it wasn't even a case, Gordon, the usual, uh, let's give it five minutes to see if you run it off. It was take no risks whatsoever get him off and get him right up the tunnel and obviously start his treatment. So they'll assess that tomorrow. And I'm sure John and everyone concerned with Celtic and James Forrest will be hoping that it's just a, a slight injury that he's picked up and he'll be fine by Monday to train again because the boy has sadly been missed from Celtic. He's been missed from football. And I heard Mark saying today, even from the international scene, because he is a very, very good player, James Forrest. No, not quite sure yet is what John Kennedy yes, exactly. said. And that's uh, that's self-explanatory. That means that James Forrest is a doubt for the Rangers game. However, the young John Kennedy sounds like a younger Brendan Rogers when he speaks, uh, talking about trust in the process and uh, phrases that you would have heard Brendan use when he was Celtic manager. If John Kennedy goes to Ibrox next weekend and wins, for me, John Kennedy comes right into the frame for the Celtic job I thought that from his interview He just took the words out of my mouth there There's some of the things that John was saying there uh, Very different 
to what we would hear from Neil Lennon um, after games, uh, particularly about the way that they played. Um, he, he highlights giving a chance away, and that would happen, <clears> but the players sticking to the process. He mentioned when Scott Bain got the ball and they played through lines, like I'd mentioned earlier, that I believe that John Kennedy's teams um, are doing uh, in comparison to, to Neil Lennon's side, slightly different. So mm-hmm. I just wonder the longer this goes with John being in charge, being his own man, will we see a real difference in how Celtic play from now to the end of the season? And does that then, like you say, put him firmly in the frame? Who knows? I've got a, a conspiracy theory here. Was that, that the Nokia that almost interrupted Mark Wilson? <laughs> yeah, 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 my, my right, apologies, yeah. Mr. Uh. Malarkey. Um, <laughs> the conspiracy theory is Dominic Mackay comes in a week on Monday. If Celtic have beaten Rangers in the Cup the previous Saturday, Dominic Mackay comes in day one, chief executive, and announces the new manager. Thank you. Well, no. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I think when he was saying there, uh, you know, I don't think they quite know exactly the what the injury was. There was didn't seem to be a kind of contact injury, which would suggest mm-hmm. it was a muscular one, potentially his hamstring leading up to his back, Gordon. So, I think they'll have to assess that over the couple of coming days. And uh, for me, it'd be a big miss if he didn't make it. But listen, to John Kennedy there, he spoke. Yeah, because we'll people problems and yeah. uh, a big problem to Rangers and things. I'm thinking myself. See the thing about the actual shape because it's been mentioned a few times today. The last two Old Firm games Celtic have played the Diamond Hue uh-huh. And they have mm. used the two wide guys To put a press, uh, high press on Now going back to this shape It might be different Because you know Rangers have actually done well Against this shape Before they changed to the Diamond Now uh-huh. let me just Bring you what, what could turn out to be a, An important update for Our football calendar Just something to bear in mind A statement's gone out um, By the Scottish FA Which says In light of confirmation That the funeral of Prince Philip will take place next Saturday at 3pm We've entered dialogue with the relevant stakeholders With regard to the Scottish Cup fourth round fixture scheduled for that day uh, We will update participating clubs, supporters and partners in due course Big Scottish Cup games next Saturday in case you hadn't noticed But of course, um, when events like this come along um, Sometimes football has to be rearranged So we will keep an eye on that one And we'll speak to Alistair who's a Rangers fan next after they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, Hugh Keevens in the studio, Gordon DL. Are you still there? Still okay? Yeah, a uh, bit concerned about the weather. The security lads are saying, look, we need to close up soon, so I'll hold on as long as I can. Well, it's funny because yeah. it looks beautiful out the window here. Every time Gordon opens his mouth, I hear the word heard it. In my ear <laughs> <laughs> That's Callum the producer um, Do you know what Al- Alistair's on about Rangers I think Not talking Just go- get yourself up the road You're bringing me down With your demeanour Lovely Thank you boys Good night Thanks. Safe journey Dazzler He's never Slow It's okay I'll just hold on It's fine nah, See you He's an utterly <laughs> Devoted professional Team, a real player, team, a team player, player Yes Right Alistair What's on your mind uh, Good afternoon Gordon uh, Hugh uh, Alec and Mark uh, I was going to say He must have Del Zeal waiting the wings At Parkhead But obviously You've let him shoot nah, He's gone now. He's gone right, uh, right, uh, so regarding, uh, Before I make the point About the Rangers Hubs game Gordon I'm surprised You didn't remember The half-back line While being Rovers In the early to mid-70s Of Sage, Curry and Reese. <laughs> I don't like that. that He did not 
Oh. Since Sage Albert Curry and Bill Rice played for the V Rovers, about 73, 74. Uh, the game tomorrow. I was at big moment, games. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere else, you know. Uh, but uh, tomorrow, I'm looking forward to the game. And Hibs are a treat to watch, no matter what Hibs team turn up at the park. They're always in a game, but sometimes they can end up losing. So, But I say the Rangers to be bearing two factors. One, with what's ahead in next week, and one, if Hibs do come out and play, they will be in a game like the last time they were at Ibrox. So there's a lot to play for in big stakes mm-hmm. for next week. Yeah, does, does this cup draw, does that come along at a, a good time for Rangers, Alex, in the sense that it's just human nature. If you've wrapped the league up so early, it is human nature. We've seen it so many times where they might, even if it's accidental, yeah. you're dropping off 2%, 5%. That's yeah. not to say that you know they don't have standards, but these things yeah. can just happen. With that game round the corner next week, well, you know, if it goes ahead as planned, does that give you that little extra incentive edge? Without doubt. You uh, you want to be playing in the big games, Gordon, and they don't come any bigger than the old firm games. Mark will tell you, they are box office. Uh, they, they've wrapped up the title. They want to go and showcase what they can do. Uh, if I was in that, that dressing room as well, you'd want to compound the season that Celtic's had. Likewise, Celtic will try and turn that around to show that there's not such a big gap, Gordon. So, I would expect Rangers to come out the blocks tomorrow All the key men playing Showcasing what they can actually do Try and get a positive result I said that about Celtic today They will try and keep this unbeaten run Throughout the course of this campaign as well On the go as well So I expect them to be on the front foot From the off It needs to be one on the day as well No draw like the last nah, time they met It's, it's all um, It is all set up um, Alistair is, is that is that the way you think it'll play out and that can give Rangers an extra edge an extra target now that the league is already wrapped up uh, at the same time I still want to see them keep momentum going Gordon I wouldn't want to see them try and sit back I know a lot of players might be wary to get in for 50-50 balls but I'd just like to see the Rangers try and sweep the hips off the floor tomorrow and keep the momentum going that way at the end of the day it'll no matter a joint to me or any other Rangers supporter if we win both games whether it'll only be 1-0 but at the same time I'd rather see them win with a bit of style and That's why I said earlier on in the programme that you know Celtic winning 6-0 and it could have been 10 anyone who watched the game will know it could have been 10 uh, that leaves Celtic feeling very positive about the, the game against Rangers and Rangers will want to go out play Hibs and come off the park with the same degree of positivity that uh, that Celtic had today uh, so it adds a little to what was always going to be a good game anyway But it adds a little more spice to it tomorrow you, you mentioned spice there There's been a few battles over the last couple of years Morelos and you know Portis at the yeah. back queue So the, yeah. the, the, this this particular tie has history Is, uh, yeah, is, is Morelos-Portis the new McKenna-Morelos? <laughs> Now that McKenna's I, I, gone I think Morelos has got that But most centre-halves You look at Cut Broadfoot You look yeah, at McKenna You look at Portis He just likes getting in a, a, a wrangle, doesn't he? Yeah, he <laughs> certainly does um, Right, thank you very much To Alistair Who's calling in tonight It's 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well And actually before we go on I wanted to get this in Because David got in touch To say um, that you know he loves the show And he wanted to A special mention For his granddad Alec Munro 96 years old oh, this week What an innings I would love it If you could give him a mention On the show Hugh was his prefect in school He says <laughs> uh, He's a Rangers fan And whilst I support Celtic He's told me not to get ahead of myself These past few years Regarding Celtic And uh, he's been rubbing it in On the phone to me earlier So there we go Alec Munro Hope you've, you had a brilliant birthday uh, And a good week And you too can um, have a, a friendly conversation I know his about, uncle as well Terry 
Well, very good about the game next week. That takes me back to some other calls that we've had on this show not so long ago. Um, so, yep, well done, everyone involved there. Hopefully, it was a good week. Um, what is happening on the. I thought you two were pointing at something that I was trying to. No? Just something caught your eye? Oh, just a goal from down oh, great, south. Right, yeah. Listen, thanks for that. I, know I don't Lind- think you're listening. Lyndon so. Dyke scored a couple. He did, yes. yeah. Yeah, that's what we that. need. We need that in a couple of weeks uh, to keep going and we'll be all right in the Euros. Are we heading to Portugal, boys, if we can get a pass? Well, funnily enough, I, w- I, I was... tried to phone you the other day to say, listen, I've the bed, it's all made up. I was thinking this, so the game that... <laughs> has I, eyes I, a lot I, up. I told this story on... Sh- I'm not sure we can... I don't know what the, the guidance will be, but... I told this the other night That the last time Scotland played in that stadium So we're going back To the Algarve mm. uh, For this friendly Yeah But the last time We played there Was the game against Gibraltar um, yeah. At the end of Gordon Strachan's tenure And Alex I was going to work And Alex clearly Just wanted to wait And he put me up In his, his place <laughs> He's right. got a lovely place In Portugal oh, And now but Him and I are, We're quite we're Quite quiet guys <laughs> Right So we yeah. were we were standing at the side Of the strip in Albufeira Albufeira yes The Tartan oh, right. army are going mental I mean it's mental Stone right? Pouring the rain They've got inflatable Lilos and crocodiles And they're all sliding down the hill And I, I told this the other night So the, the short version is That a guy comes up to Alex And he says I could hear him saying Scott, Scott And I'm going what, What's happening here But anyway I thought nothing of it And he was asking Alex for a picture Which is not unusual He's a well known face um, But the, the punchline Pardon the pun Comes when the guy Puts his arm around Alex For the picture And he's holding his knuckles up He's got the fist up And, that, and eventually I joined the dots He thought Alex was Scott Harrison oh. Because Alex had his hood up <laughs> Because it was pouring the rain Alex had the oh, hood up bro, you, The old boxing yeah, yeah, the pose boxing pose. Up. <laughs> <laughs> That was Scott, Scott Harrison, Harrison. Oh, Just saying he's top Scott oh, Move on a slugger <laughs> uh, Brilliant ah, We'll get a bit of that Alex in a few weeks yeah. Yeah, You're Listen, more welcome Sheldon you know, I'll happily quarantine for 10 days With you boys when we come back No thanks um, Let's bring in Simon Who's a Kilmarnock fan Right Simon At a good point Is it two points dropped Does it do anything for your Quest to stay in the division. Uh, I think before the game, if you'd offered, if you'd said it was going to be one-one, uh, I said it would have been, uh, you know, some two points dropped. Uh, but considering how we played, I think it was it's a, a point gained really. Um, looking at the game, I think it was you know Ross County were the the better team. I think Kamala didn't really turn up. Uh, Lafferty. I don't know whether he's carrying an injury or something or carrying a knock today. He just didn't look as if he was quite as fluid as he'd been. Um, I think that I'm quite confident still going forward. You know, if Ross County can't beat us when we've been really, really poor like we were today, I think that bodes well going forward. But we really need to do something about the defence. Zeke Medley today, uh, the boy on loan from Arsenal, had a look at the stats while I was waiting to get on to you guys. And uh, there was 11 aerial duels today that he was a part of, and he only won three. Uh, which, you know, going into a relegation battle is, you know, that's a, that's a really, really poor statistic. It was Jordan White he was up against, and right from the first couple of minutes, you thought, oh, you know, he's he's got the better hand today. And he, and he did. You know, um, there should have been, I, I don't really like more than about referees, but there should have been a, a red card, a two-footed challenge by Tilson on McKenzie, quite at the start of the game. That changes the that changes the game. It was only a yellow card given. Um, but yeah, I'm still quite confident going forward that we'll have enough. But it's, it's definitely going to be tight. It is one of those results. It, it doesn't tell us much more. And Simon's saying, you know, he, he probably wouldn't have taken it before the game. But if you've not performed well and they're your closest rivals and they still can't beat you, can you be a bit more philosophical about it? Uh, listen, four games to go, bottom three, 
Separated by three points This is what the split was supposed to bring us This is drama that will go to the final day of the season uh, So Simon and the supporters of Kilmarnock, Ross County and Hamilton Ackies Will just need to hold their nerve Yeah, you can't call it just now um, I said earlier in the show If you've got goal scorers at the top end You usually get out of it But Simon there has highlighted uh, what I also said, that Kilmarnock's back line has never quite been the same. Losing Finlay, firstly to injury, and then a moving on. Broadfoot not being there a constant, and chopping and changing their central partnership has cost them. And it sounds like today it may have been a similar story. They need to get that sorted out for these four games coming up because they cannot afford to drop out this division. It'll not be easy to bounce back up for any of those this teams. Is, God, this is why I like this format. I yeah. know people uh, are critical mm. of it. Because it's not perfect, but it it, it does it does cast up a lot of it interesting does. And, and when you look at Aki's Kilmarnock and, and Ross County, on their day they can actually beat any of the top five or six teams. Uh, so for me, it's finally poised and I think most teams will still expect to try and get out of it. Um, Simon, the Zeke Medley, you, I, I feel, and obviously I don't get to see Kilmarnock as often as you do. I feel like he's had some some good feedback though in his in his time. Is that fair? And is that when you go for a kind of young loan signing like this and, and be pitched into a a relegation battle, you kind of need to take the rough with the smooth? Yeah, I think that I don't think he's got the mentality for a relegation battle. Uh, I think today you look at the team before the the game. And Ross County's side, you know, didn't have any pace. It was all sort of experienced players, the big boy up front. I think when you saw that, you maybe think maybe Clive Di Camona would have been a better choice at centre-half alongside Broadfoot. You know, just two big guys. Ross County aren't going to get in behind you very often. So, you know, you just get the two big guys in behind and win the, win the headers, pushing up. I think going into the end of the season, what could be crucial is the goal difference. Uh, I was looking at it there. We've got a better goal difference than Ross County by 18 and 15 mm. against Hamilton So with it being so tight You know that's like an extra point So I, I'm not looking at it as being second bottom At the moment I'm looking at it as being Sort of third bottom I think we've got that extra point So if we can just better Ross County's results From now to the end of the season By a point You know that's that could be Absolutely crucial And that could be the, the thing That keeps Kilmarnock in the league Because Simon, even if we end up in the playoffs Simon I, raises the, the Most important word of all Mentality Might not be about your football over the last four games It might be about What's in your heart And what's in your head And how you cope with this Do you know what I love about this Simon's on He says I'm, I'm looking at all the stats He's I'm convinced himself he's, well, he's, I love it because It's a good it, argument Well it shows you How uh, engaged the supporters are Gordon Because it's so tight at the bottom And he's absolutely right They've got a, a, a far superior uh, Less goals So that is effectively An extra mm. point Simon we'll need to leave it there But I'm enjoying keeping Keeping track on what's happening At the bottom Make sure you stay in touch Because I've got a funny mm. feeling there's going to be some twists and turns round the corner. That was Simon in Kilmarnock. It's, um, that'll be the last call for sure. We're going to have to end it there. But it's been a good day yeah. of Scottish football. Lots happening. Goals raining in at Celtic Park. Celtic 6, Livingston 0. Hamilton Aki's losing at home to Dundee United. It's very tight at the bottom due to that 2 all draw between Kilmarnock and Ross County. Our Motherwell safe Graham Alexander still not admitting it But that home win against St Mirren today By one goal to nil Certainly puts a, a better view on things If you're of a Claret and Amber persuasion St Johnson nil Aberdeen won And well done again to Hearts They have won the championship Results went their way today 
And Robbie Nielsen's side will be back at the top table next season Tomorrow we do have Rangers against Hibs So we'll look back on that and all of the other fixtures from this weekend On Monday night at 6 with Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend You're spoiled for choice when it comes to sport And George Bowie's up next with the GBX